Welcome back, everybody, to the EPL Boys Podcast. I am your host, Logan, with me as always, JD. JD, how you doing, buddy? How was your weekend? Did you win some money? So, I did. Did the gambling corner come through? <laughs> I'm doing great because I actually won a ton of money this weekend. A little bit on soccer, but way more on NFL, but that's not the point. Yeah, I, I saw that. I will say one of my bets that I did pick did win, and it was the Everton uh, Everton beating Crystal Palace. So, I'm yeah. happy about that. I won some money on that. But we both got that pretty right. Yeah. I want to. Sh- I think also. I think. Hold on. Actually, actually, real quick. I'm gonna kind of audible. I want to actually go through our picks from last week to see if there's any that we got spot on. United, we got right. Everton, we got right. Chelsea, West Brom, we got hella right. I almost got fucking Sheffield and Leeds right. Fucking she- yeah, fucking I- Bamford. Ugh. Yeah, fucking Bamford. Burnley and Southampton, we got pretty right because it was an awful game. Um, Leeds and Sheffield, we got right because we thought Leeds would win. Spurs, Newcastle, wrong. City, Leicester, very wrong. West Ham Wolves, very wrong. Yeah. Uh, F- Fulham Villa, we got kind of wrong. And the Liverpool Arsenal, we got spot on because we had. 3-1. I think I said three one. Yeah, I was. Uh, definitely... Yeah, I did too. I oh, wrote yeah. three one. So, so we got that spot on. Yep. But speaking of uh, speaking of Brian and Manchester United, that's how we're going to start. We're going to start with the Saturday games as always, and move to Sunday games and move to the Friday or the Monday ones that just started. First game of the day, Brighton versus Manchester United. Early one. Manchester United win, one three to two. Brighton though whooped their. Ass. I feel so bad for Brighton. Yeah, that Brighton was bullshit. whooped their ass. They uh, Brighton XG won two point nine eight to one point five eight. They had eighteen shots to Manchester United seven. Brighton had five shots on target as well to United's three, and they won the possession battle. That's insane to me. That that what stat the right fuck? there. Yeah, that stat right there is actually insane. How does that happen? How are you Manchester United and you get blown off the pitch? I mean, you could like by Brighton. I want to say it's like Brighton was home, but at the same time, there's no fans, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like home home field doesn't really matter yeah, right no. now. I just I, I I think there's a lot to take out of this game, but the biggest oh, yeah, there really the is. biggest is is the ending. I mean, yeah, just hundred percent fucking ridiculous. I, I just I mean, it was crazy. The ending's crazy. Like 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 Marsh scoring in the 94th minute. That's that was crazy in itself, you know, just to tie it. But yeah, I, the Bruno Fernandez penalty, I just, it's insanity. It's absolute it insanity. insanity. Just it, you know, the, the the final whistle blows, and then VAR comes in, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. We've never seen that. That and and for good reason. I've never seen that. It, it's never, happened, never happened for good before. reason. I just yeah. I don't know. It's fucking classic Manchester United, honestly. Classic Manchester United for sure. Um, I will say though, it was a handball at the end. Out of all the handballs over the weekend, yeah. that was probably the clearest yeah, one. That was absolutely was. But when the final whistle blows, the game's over. Like, now are we just gonna have to rewrite that rule? Because that rule's just been broken, like hundred percent. And trust me, we'll get to a lot of these handballs oh, over the weekend because so it was a very, so very, con- very controversial weekend in the Premier League for that. But Brighton looked very good. They're not gonna be anywhere near the relegation battle, I don't think, because Lampy looks in- insane. Their front three's chemistry, Trossard, Mopé, and Connolly, their chemistry is really, really, really good. They are a team that is playing really good football at the moment, even though they have gotten two... Um, they've they've lost two games against Brighton and Chelsea. The, or not Brighton, Chelsea. They are Brighton. They can't beat themselves. I guess they kind of well, did because they, they had the Woodward five times. They definitely But could. against United and Chelsea... They were the better team. I think Brighton was really close on expected goals against Chelsea. Like, they played Chelsea really well, and they should have won this game against Brighton. Like, 
this if if some balls swung the right way, Brighton might have three wins out of three games right now. Yeah. If some balls swung the right way, you know. Yeah. No, they look but, good. They look good. They if they can keep up the current form, I mean, they're definitely mm-hmm. comfortable mid table. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which if you're Brighton, that's definitely what you want oh, to strive for. You want to strive for that comfortable mid table. Of course. And. Jag those prices of those forwards up. Jack Mopay's price up. Conley's only twenty. He's only going to get better. Oh yeah. Jack Tresard's price up. Lamptey's only going to get better. Yep. I mean, this team's only going to get better. Matty Ryan's also like a, a a very underrated goalkeeper. Um, they are a very solid team. They're a solid like twelfth place team, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I could say. I mean, even even tenth or eleventh, to be perfectly honest, the way they're playing right now, if they can keep it up the yeah. whole season. The one, the other thing about this game, and it, it was after the game. What fucking Bruno Fernandez said was such bullshit. He's like, it's not about it's not about hitting the woodwork, you know, or hitting the post. It's about scoring mm-hmm. goals. Like, no fucking shit, dude. Like you scored a penalty in the Thank in the one hundredth minute. Fuck off. Like <laughs> <laughs> of not extra. You were outplayed. Like <laughs> No, of extra time. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like it, it was like a Champions League tie where you have to go to literally extra time. It was yeah. the tenth added minute. Like, shut the fuck up, Bruno. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Ridiculous. But I would have to say the only person keeping United's attack of flow right now is Rashford because everybody else in that front three has just vanished. Like, Greenwood looked okay, but Martial just has just this bad habit of just completely vanishing. Yeah, from but. Games. The, and he vanished from this game. He just completely. Thing, I but the, forgot he was even playing. The thing about Martial, though, is he does that, and then all of a sudden he's, you know, the best forward yeah, I know, right? for, for a exactly. weekend. Exactly. Like, it's, it's so infuriating. And, like, the same thing happens with fucking Pogba. Like, Pogba does the same shit where he will look like arguably the best midfielder in the world one game, and the next game he just will just vanish. Like, he will just, it just will look like he forgot to even play the game today. He was just there, just chilling. Yep. Um. Also, shout out to Nemanja Matic as well, who actually got a starting on and played really well in the game. He was actually probably, he, he outplayed Pogba, I think. He looked really, really solid. Yeah. I did not expect to see him. Yeah. At all. No. Not even yeah. close. Yeah, no, he's he's close. one of those guys that you just kind of forget that are there. It's like Danny mm-hmm. Drinkwater on Chelsea. Juan Mata, I believe, Juan, is still Juan playing Mata, for yeah. United as well. Yeah. Like, I, how? And, but and fucking Danny per- Drinkwater. And, uh, Andreas Pereira. <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to move to Lazio, but Dude. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like Lingard, but he's just not as funny as Lingard. Like, he's not as easy to joke about, yeah, he's not as but much he's of equally a meme. as bad. He's equally as bad, yeah. just not as much of a meme. Yeah, exactly. So he just gets forgotten about. But yeah. moving on, though, I don't know. I don't, I, United don't deserve the the limelight. They play like <laughs> shit. They got gifted a win. I, I feel bad for Brighton fans. Yeah. I really do. That There's one been a Brighton draw. fan I follow on Twitter, and he was so upset. And I was I felt so bad for. Him. <laughs> but next game though was Everton and Crystal Palace. Everton won two to one. Expected goals had Everton winning, of course, two point two seven to zero point four four by Crystal Palace. Everton had ten shots. Crystal Palace had eight. But Everton had five shots on target. Crystal Palace only had the one, which ended up being the goal. And Everton won the possession battle 58-42%. to 42%. Yeah. This was a tale of Everton having a class striker and Crystal Palace having fuck all who can play striker. They have nobody. They don't have a fucking striker that can even walk properly at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's Zaha and nobody well, for their Jordan offense. Well, Jordan Ayew, I mean, Jordan Ayew was good for a stretch last season, but I mean... Yeah. He, he's, so is everybody. He's a really so Dan James no, at the beginning He's of a season. really good championship striker. I I think. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's his, a very he's a twenty goal a season championship striker at be, yeah, at his, best. At best. His level is Swansea in the championship. That's just his level. Yeah. And he just shouldn't even be here. Him, 
Benteke's level is is like fucking Benteke's Charlton league. Athletic. Yeah, Benteke's League One. <laughs> he sucks. He's so bad. Like, and the fact that they have to rely on him and Batshuayi, who has had such a fucking career where he's just thrown around to whoever, and he just keeps disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, I I do kind of feel bad. He for has him. He been had good. Once in a Dortmund, he has been yeah, good. He had, the, he had the one spell at Dortmund where he was really he good. He was exceptional for like, because I think he 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 was loaned out in the in the in the winter. And then he played like the second half of the season. Like it, he like came out of yeah. Nowhere. I was surprised Dortmund Flying didn't just buy him. Through. Yeah, but I think yeah. But Dortmund were like, yeah, this is not going to keep going. And Dortmund, as always, were smart and did not do the dumb thing of buying well, of buying him permanently. Sure. But Everton, man, they keep rolling. James still world class. He's still killing it. Calvert Lewin's still killing it. Richarlison is still killing it. Their defense is still looking pretty good. Yerry Mina is still kind of suspect. Yeah, Yerry Mina is kind of a not head. as good as people thought he was going to be. No. He's 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 just... Sometimes he just does some shit that just makes you laugh, though. Like, he's a really funny guy because of how weirdly he, he like, runs and plays. It's, it's really fucking funny to watch him play because he would just do something that's just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's oh weird to think God. that he came from Barcelona. He, yeah, he cost, I know, he right? Cost, what did he cost, like, $30 million or something? It was, like, a lot. I, I, he, I don't think I don't think Everton can legally buy somebody for less than like twenty five million pounds. Like all their signings are around twenty five to like forty million. Well, wait, wait, like nothing yeah, more. Nothing lately, but. Yeah, it's what it feels like. It feels like everybody that they signed is is between twenty five and like forty million. Or pounds. or free. James Rodriguez free. Yeah, or free or fucking free. It's either that or they pay like twenty five to forty mil. Remember that one summer when they bought like three number tens or something? They bought like. Yeah. What was it? They bought Gilfie Sigurdsson, and then they bought, like, what was that guy's name? Like, Clausen or something? Like, Davy Clausen or whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, guy? That was their number what seven, the I think. What the fuck happened to him? Dude, I have no... Yeah. I, what the hell? Shit, I forgot about that. And then they had... They had, um... Uh, I swear to God, they bought somebody who's else. Who's the other guy? No, they bought a striker, like, a couple years ago, and I... Uh, he's only there Tosin. For, to, yeah, Cenk Tosin. Cenk Tosin. That's yeah. Who, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. And then, thing. like, fuck all from him. Like, a Wobi as well. They bought a Wobi for like 40 oh million. Oh my God. Pounds. That was like the worst <laughs> buy they could have possibly made. Man, Everton over the last three years have either made really good signings or have made awful signings. Mo- There's no one. Mo- mostly awful. But <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's, hey, it's, hey, it's look at them now. Look at them now. Look at them now. Top they the actually Premier hit. League. It took them like four or five years to finally hit on a couple of good midfielders, but they did it and they just happened to do it all at once. Yeah. And changed the entire team. Yeah. But no. yeah, man. That's that's really was kind of like the story of the game though, because Crystal Palace, if it's not Zaha creating most of their scoring opportunities or f- scoring all of their opportunities, they can't really do anything else. It's either him or, or uh, Andros Townsend. Yeah, Andros Townsend. Andros Townsend is very good. Um, I think Crystal Palace is his perfect level. Yeah, me too. I think he shine he sh- he shines there in the sense that nobody else does other than like Zaha, mm-hmm. but I think that's his perfect. You know, professional level, Crystal Palace, yeah. mid table to mid to lower league. But, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I Everton outplayed them. Uh, I mean, Calvert Lewin, like shit. I I wrote. I mean, I didn't write him off, but I think I'm starting to believe more that he's a really good striker because he's getting yeah. he's getting more consistent. I, I I just I didn't think he'd be able to consistently score, and he has so far. So. That's good. Yeah. And Richarlison, I, I mean, he's good. Like, yeah, he's Richarlison, good. He's, he's strong, he's fast, he's smart. But 
Calvert-Lewin, man. All Calvert-Lewin needed was a good person to actually supply in ball stream, and now he has Digne on the left, and now Hamas on the right, and he has a manager that can play his strengths, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was really what, what was holding Everton back for a while, is just having just fuck all as, as manager. Yeah. Like, bouncing around after one year to one year, like, like they went to, like, Marco Silva for, like, four months or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, that was just not how it was supposed to go. Now they have Carlo Ancelotti, who's a top, arguably a top five manager in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he is. He's yeah, an exceptional manager. That. Probably French top five. Probably closer to top ten right now. Yeah, but probably top ten. I mean, when was the last time we saw a top ten manager in the world at Everton? You know what I mean? Well, it's not really a common hey, thing. I mean, Ronald Koeman's at Barcelona. <laughs> I, I guess and was so. doing really well for the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But at so. the time, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, top ten at the time. Man, Everton fans must be fucking coming themselves, going from guys like Big Sam and David Moyes to fucking Carlo Enchilotti. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They That's pro- holy shit. Spunk- what a culture shock. What a themselves. Sh- That's insane. But yeah, Everton, they keep on rolling, man. Um, speaking of a team who is not rolling at the moment, Chelsea. <laughs> West Brom. Yeah. 3-3. Three to three. West Brom. On XG, they shouldn't have scored a goal. Chelsea should have scored about 2.3. Here's here's the funny part. Chelsea had 22 shots. That's insane. And West Brom had 9. Chelsea had 10 shots on target. And West Brom only, only managed 3. Chelsea had more shots on target than West Brom has shots in general. Yeah. And they had 76% possession and only managed 3 goals. Um, I, if you are, this is a PSA, to anybody who is not a fan of Chelsea, that actually thought Chelsea was going to win the Premier League this year, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you for your bad takes. Shame on you. I think I think it was an easy thing to say at the beginning of the season because of the signings they you. made. It was it it was not a bad thing to say Chelsea looked like they could win. But I'm it still just, casting shame. Now now what I will say is, is Pulisic hasn't played, Ziyech hasn't played, and Thiago Silva. This is his first Premier League game, and he didn't look great. And he looked like but, shit. Yeah, he didn't look great. But I think Ziyech should be really good. Pulisic, we know he's really good. I think they'll get better as the season goes on, but yeah, so far, I, I don't know. They have gotten only four points, and it's not like they've played like the Who, so I mean, they played us, but other than that, it's been West Brom and Brighton. Like, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Like, like, yeah. Guys, come on there. Yeah, I mean, it's, the one the one funny thing oof. to take out of this is that, I mean, West Brom looked good in the first, I mean, it was a tale of two halves, like West Brom Damn. won the first half and Chelsea won the second half, but the three Chelsea goal scorers were all, like, academy players like yeah. young academy players like none it of was... the new signings no Werner, no no, no. no tiago silva on a header you know no i, I just it, oh. it was it, it's insane to me i that... haven't argued surprised about chelsea new signings later so it's just just a little bit of a preview for the audience okay uh, we'll get to chelsea's front i i have a hilarious stat so far all right but, yeah yeah man i don't i don't get it like West Brom, they should have, they should have been in this game. But Chelsea's just stepped on their own dick a couple times, and then just, I, I don't. It doesn't matter who the fuck plays in goal for Chelsea. Like they just have shit goalkeepers everywhere. And now there's like reports that they might be trying to sign Declan Rice, like a CDM, when they have Conte is actually going to help them. Yeah, you know? I, I, I've never understood the absolute shit that Conte gets, like from Chelsea themselves. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's so good, and he he's he won he's the too PFA good for them. Player of the year once, at this man. point, he's too good for them. It's bullshit. He's, he's exceptional. He's, he's such a he's such a good guy. He's such a good player. He he should he should be treated better. Yeah, he gets he gets he does get the short end of the stick. But Chelsea have such a bad um, 
defense at the moment because Chilwell's not in. Chilwell still missed missed games, and even whenever he plays, though, he's kind of like an attacking left back, so he's not really going to help their defense out a ton. And Thiago Silva is just over the hill. Let's just say it. Like he's just, he's thirty five years well, old. I don't he's know. just not as he's he's smart still. He has the, the he has the smarts as a defender. He's just not nearly as athletic as what he gives. I to think be. I think Thiago Silva is going to turn out to be very good for them just to have that that personality that experience yeah. in in the team itself. Oh yeah, I mean like he's already the captain. Like he like he just oh, this is his first oh, game. He already got actually. The hold on, fuck that. I had a friend over this weekend and we were watching all the games and we both we just both agreed. We're like that is fucking ridiculous. That yeah, Thiago Silva just comes in his first game as captain. Like yeah. what? That that really lets you know that um whatever the fuck Lampard has going right now, it hasn't really fully set in like like the locker room he hasn't really committed to a dude that, yet. That's which literally kind of scary. You know, you know, it, it literally reminded me of in FIFA 20 right now in career mode when you you pick a captain, the guy you want, and then your assistant manager emails you saying, uh, "Captaincy suggestion: Tiago Silva has the leadership trait, so you should pick yeah, him." Exactly. It's, it's like, like what fuck the Thiago fuck? <laughs> like, the, it's like it literally felt like Lampard put put out a fucking FIFA like squad. It was yeah, ridiculous. That's that's what he did. It it really feels like it. But man, I don't I don't know, dude. Like we said, Chelsea needs to get their offense going. I mean, their offense looked good. They definitely missed some chances though, for sure. But uh, it's just man, I don't know. But like you said though, and I think I said this in the last pod. Give them around November to December when they start rolling. Yeah. They're actually going to be really dangerous. But, like, I was thinking about this. Like, whenever you bring in so many new signings, especially offensively. Oh, it's tough. To a team. To a team just in general. Like, those guys expecting to start and expecting to play all those minutes. Just in general, it's hard. But it's even harder whenever you're bringing him into a team with a manager that's only been there for 12 months. The so like just just for an example with Liverpool with Thiago bringing him in he's he's being brought into a team that's had a system in place for five six years mm-hmm. the players there know the system already everybody knows the system yeah at at Chelsea you don't have that because Lampard's only been there for twelve months so you have these guys that have been there for a little bit they can't even really help these new players because they're still learning the yeah. system they're also trying to figure it out themselves so whenever you have the original like starting eleven before them just kind of starting to figure it out and you're throwing in all these new all these new wrenches and everything in there it's it's just going to be hard right out the gate for everybody to be firing all cylinders and that's really what we're seeing here yeah with chelsea is they're struggling to to get going yeah i mean it's it'll take probably too much it'll be yeah around what you said around the november december mm-hmm. time frame so they really start clicking i think they will but i think it'll be too late for this season mm-hmm. i i think yeah i think i think i think they'll make top four I think they'll make oh, top no, four. They're, they're definitely still third place, I think, without a doubt. They're still third or even second of City. Yeah, playing like shit I, like yeah, I don't know. Played, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to. We'll get to the we'll city get to city. We'll get to City. We'll get there. <laughs> I just, I, just my takeaway from this is it says a lot when you spend however much they did. What, like 250 million pounds in, in the summer transfer window? And No, they didn't spend that much. I think it was like 150. 150, was it? Because Werner, Ziyech, like Havertz, Chilwell... I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't two fifty. It wasn't that okay. Much. Well, I mean, I, even lump on fucking Thiago Silva's fucking wages, but yeah. <laughs> but that's basically paying for him. But um, yeah, but it's, you spend all that money, and your three goal scorers are Mason Mount, 
uh, Hudson Adoy and Tammy Abraham. Like, yeah, we were all there before. Yeah, like, exactly. You didn't even need to sign all it, these new players in the first yeah. place. <laughs> I don't know, but I hate good on West Brom though. If they can shout out to those, if guys. they can Did play, to get a point. if they can play like that, even for one half a game, if they can score three goals and a half, that might be all they need to do. I and mean, for a point, I mean, for a point against that's, Chelsea, that's that's perfect for them. Like they will yeah. take that point all day. Yeah, they have uh, they have definitely been very very electric to watch because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen for them. They could they could score three goals and allow three goals the last game. They scored two, but they fucking allowed five. Like, yeah. watch West Brom play. There will be goals scored regardless of of which side is scoring. Goals <laughs> yeah. will be scored one hundred percent. Yeah, there will be at least like four or five goals in that game regardless. But excuse me, Chelsea did kind of play like shit. And speaking of shit. The game that we told you was going to be shit. Yep, Burnley and it was. Southampton. This game sucked ass. This <laughs> game was like this game was like fucking having your your toenails hammered by a hammer while listening to nails on a chalkboard. Hey, it wasn't this all game bad. Sucked. It wasn't yes, all it bad. Was. Danny Ings scored, and I have him on fantasy. Yeah, uh, yeah and and that was Southampton's <laughs> one shot on target. Burnley only had minute. two shots on in target. In the fifth minute. <laughs> Both of these, if if you added their XG combined, it add it just barely gets over one. This game was ass. <laughs> yeah. Burnley and Southampton combined for fourteen shots. Chelsea had twenty two on their own. Brighton had eighteen shots on their own. Yeah, this, that's that's hilariously bad. So, yeah, like Danny scored in in like the what like the fifth minute. Fifth minute, and then yeah. and then Sean Dyche football happened where just f- fuck all happens. Against Hassan Hutzel scoring in the fifth minute and him just playing like a pussy and just letting everybody sit in the fucking back. So it was <laughs> Burnley trying to cross against eight people in the box for fucking eighty five minutes. Yeah, it was That's just, just all it was. It was just not a great game. I I watched so I watched most of it. It just was not. I'm fun sorry, JD. I I, did, I genuinely didn't watch it because I knew it was gonna. No, suck. I wa- I watched it. It was just it was just bad. I mean, I I like. I like watching Danny Ings play as a former Liverpool player. Yeah. I, I like watching him play. I'm happy he scored. I just I wish I could have that two hours back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I wish I wish you could too, man. Sean, it's it's almost like Burnley doesn't know how to play a grounded pass more than five yards. I I it just feels like they just can't do that. I will I, say I think it. Sean Dyche has taught it out of them. I will keep saying it until it happens. Burnley need mm-hmm. to buy Harry Wilson, D- dude. It, I, I, I I will say I it will. every episode until they do it. Because they need, they need, they need that someone. creative player. They don't have it. And they could actually potentially not get relegated. Well, actually, they won't yeah. get relegated. I shouldn't say that. They should potentially be very comfortable if they can have a playmaker like that that can score 10 goals a season and set up a lot of goals for, say, Chris Wood. I mean, Harry yeah. Wilson is great at – well, I mean, he's a great free kick taker, but he can put the ball in the box, which they don't really mm-hmm. have. And when you can put the ball in the box to – James Tarkowski and Chris Wood, who are great, great headers. I mean, that's what you need. Yeah, it's absolutely. And, yeah, like, Tarkowski's hurt as well. Ben Mee's also hurt. Well, yeah, but so, like, I, that, in general. That's though. their two first. In general. But, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's that's their two first short center backs who also score a lot of goals from because they're just yeah. fucking huge. Because they don't um, score a lot of goals to begin with. and No. <laughs> it's it's all from center backs who are just fucking, man. Well, Chris Wood's, imagine, I mean, Chris Wood's not dude, bad. Chris Wood's not bad. Dude. Imagine Peter Crouch in his prime on this Burnley team. Jesus. That would be hilarious. That, that is Sean Dyche's wet dream. Oh, my God. Whenever he's, like, fucking his wife, he's just thinking of, of prime Crouch. Crouchy. In, 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 in a fucking Burnley uniform. <laughs> just receiving crosses. 
from all these fucking people. Oh my but God. yeah, like their only really creative like wide player is Dwight McNeil, and I think he's twenty. So like he still has a lot of growing and a lot of learning to do. Yeah. He's not really at this level where he should be relied to be the most creative player for that team. Harry Wilson has a lot more experience and is a better creator than yep. Dwight McNeil is at the at this moment. Yep. So they should one hundred percent buy him. They Absolutely. should. If not, I, I don't understand I don't why know, they haven't bid for him yet. But I don't. If they don't buy him or get somebody like Burnley, or it's going to be tough. But that's all the that's all the Saturday games. Um, the best game of the weekend was definitely, or the best game of the day was definitely Chelsea and oh for sure West Brom. Like no no question, that game was so that game was such such a roller coaster of emotion. And and somehow there was a 90th minute winner, but it wasn't mm-hmm. from a handball penalty. Isn't know, isn't right? that crazy? That's very rare how that happens. It, it was a genuine um, winner. Like, I mean, was, not the penalties yeah. aren't genuine, but it, it wasn't a fucking penalty. Like, God damn it. It was. Thank God it wasn't a penalty. Speaking of the game with no penalties, though, moving on to Sunday. The first game was Sheffield versus Leeds. God damn it. Leeds. Fucking Patrick Bamford. Leeds came out on top 1-0. to nil. Uh, Sheffield actually just barely edged them on XG 1.55 to 1.47. Leeds had 17 shots. Sheffield had 15. Leeds had nine shots on target. Sheffield had five, and Leeds won the possession battle, sixty-four to thirty-six. My biggest takeaway is Leeds' offense is exceptional. They, because like all their guys, I'm pretty sure like all their players have have been playing in this system for like at least I believe like three years, right? Or like something around yeah, there. Yeah, I mean they're, like, they're pretty. They have their identity with, yeah. with Bielsa. I mean they're looking they're looking like an actual team unit, which yeah, which exactly. is good. For which a promoted team that you, you yeah, know, which you look that's at, extremely rare. You look at like Fulham from a couple of seasons ago, where they bought basically an entirely new team, and, yeah. and it then they really, really didn't work out for them. <laughs> yeah. Leeds, I think, is doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping keeping pretty much the whole squad together. You know, getting pieces here and there, but yeah, they have their core. And usually, whenever you see like championship teams come up, it seems like Fulham, like you mentioned, then they come up and buy or Villa. They came up and they bought last year. Or yeah. a team that just gets carried because like Brentford last year almost got carried by fucking Ollie Watkins to the Prambic like almost. <laughs> well, yeah. But it, because he was like he just carried them like goal wise like he scored I, I I don't know how many off the top of my head but I think like over twenty five or something like that he scored a shit ton. Yeah, it was. But a lot. Leeds Leeds just have a unit and they have their unit that's been playing with one another for many years. They know how to play with one another. You're not really throwing any new pieces in here. They. They know what their roles are. They know what they're supposed to do. They know how to get goals, and they could have scored like two or three. Like Bamford had a couple of chances where he looked like he should have scored, but he ended up actually scoring. Yeah, he only needed the one, the and it was heartbreak yeah. for my. It was heartbreak for my uh, my FanDuel account. Yeah, I hammered. Yeah. I Sorry, hammered everybody. the draw, and I told all the listeners to hammer the draw. Yeah, and it Listen, should have man. been a draw. <laughs> you missed all the shots you don't take. You took a shot and you missed, but it's uh. all right. Yeah, it's I'm all so good. sad. But I have Bamford on my fantasy team, so can't be too sad. There you go. You're hedging your bets there. I'm hedging you, my bets there, yep. You got one wrong, but you got one right. But yeah, yep. uh, Sheffield as well, man. I don't really know. Like, their offense kind of sucks. And their defense is very banged up as well. Like, they have, I think, a couple injuries to well, start. Well, and they didn't, have, they didn't have John Egan from the red yeah, card exa- last week. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're just not really going off to a great start this season for sure. Uh, I actually think they're last in the table right now. Uh, are they? Are you sure? They're, they're definitely one of them because they haven't got a no, point Ful- yet. No, Fulham's season. definitely last, I think. 
Uh, maybe. Yeah, Fulham's last. Sheffield's second to last. Oh, dang it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Sheffield are in the relegation battle this time. I know it's only the third week, but well, it's yes. always not great to be there. All right, all right. Very bad. All right, third week table looker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you want to see the, the the rest of the table? Man City's oh, in 13th, Man United's in 14th. There we go. Wow, they, they might get relegated. Dude. Yeah, oh, they shit. might. Yeah, shit. Hot, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> hot take. But, yeah, that's this. Uh, other than, like, the... The goals from Leeds and Leeds just dominating offense. Nothing, nothing exceptional happened from Sheffield. Yeah, not not really. They, they were they weren't great. No, they weren't great. They they need their full team back together, and once they get their full team back together, everybody's healthy and playing, they should be fine. I think it yeah. should be okay. But other than that, the game wasn't really all that great, and it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of awesome stuff. And it was about. real it was early awesome. in the morning. Exactly. Those are always the best whenever the stinkers happen early in the morning. Yeah. So you can kind of like it, kind of sucks, but like you don't want to have like City and Leicester starting at seven a.m. That's oh, just too not. much. Well, you no, they do die. that. On, they do that on purpose. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they make absolutely. Sheffield leads at do the early game. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. But um, we'll get to them in a second because right now we have to get to Spurs and Newcastle <laughs> and Spurs. <laughs> Spurs, Spurs on XG. They okay. It it was a one-one draw. Spurs on XG. 3.19 to 0.94. Spurs <laughs> had 23 shots. Newcastle had six. Spurs had 12 shots on target. Newcastle had one, which was the penalty. The penalty, And yeah. they had possession 66 <laughs> to, to 34. I feel so bad for Spurs, dude. I feel so fucking bad for them. Because it just it doesn't matter how hard they fucking try. No, I they do feel bad for them. They just keep it. It's, they just keep, but, they, but it's them. It's them. I feel bad for it's them. It's just who they are, It's who man. they are. They, they they're bottlers. They can't. They can't get away. They can't get away from it. They just fucking can't. And I'm sorry, it sucks because like you just you just watch them play and you're like, I want you guys to if you lose, don't lose because you keep stepping on your dicks. Like just get like just get beat. They're just don't lose. They're the inconsistent. Shit. They can score five goals one weekend and then yeah. and then you know come away with a fucking one one draw the next weekend. It's insane. I the, how inconsistent as a team they are. And I don't know if that's just due to not having the right players or I, I mean, I'm going to say Jose Marino is, I don't think he's the right coach for them. You know, the right manager. I, 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 I don't think it's right. I, I don't think it's a right fit. I, I don't either. I don't know. I, I, I feel like Spurs should be this expansive playmaking team. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think Jose's doing it there. No, I, I, he's, he's just, yeah. Like you said, he's not, stylistically the right fit you want a guy with more offense can can kind of get the ball moving around can kind of do some cool little tactics with the game plans and stuff yeah. and jose's just uh just a score and then just everybody go the fuck back behind the ball and just chill and just Pretty park much. the bus manager and spurs don't have those type of defenders at the moment yeah, now you, if they go out and if they buy guys then yeah they might but at the moment they just don't but your player the players there are too good to play like that they like Tottenham, Tottenham have have good enough players that they can try to control most games the way yeah. City does it, the way Liverpool does it. I mean, they can they can control the the possession, the passing, and and sure, yeah, Tottenham had twenty three shots, twelve on target, but then it comes down to the, the being clinical and and actually finishing. I mean, twelve yeah. shots on target and you score and one of them, one goal. It's that's, that's insane. I mean, that's crazy to me. That's that's just insane. Right, and I that's mean, a, that's exceptionally. Fair play to Newcastle for staying in it. I mean, 
until the end they were it was one nothing so they were mm-hmm. still in it and yeah, exactly. they were gifted the opportunity to get back into it yeah man uh, it's because like i've seen that i've seen rough. that handball called it's be called a handball and then i've seen the not be called handball like we saw like we didn't even talk about that in in everton christmas we kind of glazed over that the like the, the handball calls because like the one on Joel Ward, the first one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Handball. I forgot about but, that. Yeah. The second one was a handball on Joel Ward when the first one was more of a handball than the second one was. Yeah. And then you have what happened with Calvert Lewin when it's like his hands are by, by his by his side. But if you go by whatever ruling that they've done so far over the weekend, then that's that is also a penalty because it's he's touching his arm in the box. So like, are we gonna be consistent? Like, if if the rule sucks. Then I just wanted to be called consistently like trash. Like if the rules trash, I just wanted to always be trash till I know what the fuck's gonna happen. Whenever like sometimes they call the rule smart and then they call it stupid. Whenever it's inconsistent, I think I I think I hate it inconsistent. I I I hate the inconsistency more than I hate the actual rule if it was just a shit rule. Yeah. I just hate how no, they just can never fucking get it consistently the rule, right. The rule is terrible. I think I saw something that like all twenty teams like. Or have come out and said they hate the rule, or so it was something yeah. like that. I saw some. All some, of football hates the rule, dude. It was something Everyone I saw today. It was some article. It's like all twenty teams have come out and 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 you know, gone against that rule, the IFAB yeah. like handball rule. It's it's an awful ruling, and if we're going by the ruling, then what happened in in the game is a handball, I guess. Sure. But you just hate seeing games decided by that whenever it's kind of like skeptical. And yeah. it's inconsistent. You know what I mean? Like, I hate this game literally being brought to a draw or United going to a win or, you know, Everton getting a penalty versus Crystal Palace and then not Crystal Palace not being given a penalty because of the same shit happening against them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's completely changing the outcome of games whenever it really shouldn't be as much as it is. I think there was, like, I think there's been, like, 21 pins already, like, Oh season. yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw there's that. Been a shit um, t- there's been a shit ton of penalties called this season. Yeah, it, it's over twenty because there's been like most what, twenty three games or something. Or, yeah, uh, and most of them, except for Leicester City game, most of them are just handball. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, well, yeah, at I some see, point, yeah, you just gotta just fucking stop with that. You just gotta chill. Like, not every time it touches their hand, it's a handball. It's just yeah. not. You just have to think like logically. Just it's the rule, though. Scenario. I this all the reason there's so many. It's because of the rule change. Yeah, it's 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 funny too. It's because of the rule, and it, and you can't even use that argument because they don't even fucking call it consistently. So it's like yeah. you yeah. can't win with this argument. It's just stupid. Change the rule back to whatever the fuck the rule was before. Just do that, and then just act like this doesn't happen because because the fucking the FA and like the England referees in the Premier League are just becoming like a laughing stock at this point. Like it's just it's just hilarious. To see how bad that they can fucking call these, you know? It yeah. just keeps getting worse and worse, I swear to God, with every match week. And it, it costs Spurs two points. It, you hate to see that they thoroughly deserve. But, like, but yeah, but like you said, though, we, you, you definitely, for Spurs, you can't really blame it on the handball. Because when you have 12 shots on target, yeah. you got to score they at least been more another one of them. They, they should have scored at least two more. I yeah. I just... It's Spurs. I, they'll they'll it's, be fine. <laughs> they... They will be it's fine. Spurs. They will be fine come the end oh, of the season. Man. But I don't. The way they're playing, I mean, they're so up and down. I don't see them making. I don't see them getting fourth. I, I see them getting fifth or sixth. I, if they can, if they can, if they can just nail down some consistency, they could definitely get fourth because fourth is wide open. But it's Spurs, so don't 
don't hold your breath. Absolutely not. But yeah. it is a good point, like you're saying, though, because, like, their midfield is really good, by the way. Lo is really good, and Dombley's really good. good. Dombley's good. And Harry Winks is, f- eh. Winks. He, Harry Winks is there. He, he plays football. Yeah, he's, he, he he's plays. Just, he he just, plays the football. Um, he does. If though if they do buy screenier, then I think they are a top fourteen. Dude, they're not buying screenier. There's no fucking. Yeah, way. I, of course they're not. There's no way. It's just if though. Just just let <laughs> let me whisper sweet nothings into Spurs fans' ears for just a couple of seconds. Just let them hope. All right. Let's just give them hope. But I will say though, I can't wait for that team with Bale. Bale's gonna make that team so fucking entertaining to watch. Yeah, shit. yeah. Bale, Bale so much will pace. Bale at a place that they want him to be at is is, mm-hmm. is it's just gonna be nice it, it's gonna be a breath of fresh air seeing bale happy i just it, you know because we haven't mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it'll just be nice to see him finally happy playing football yeah because man him at spurs before was one of the craziest fucking oh yeah i mean he ridiculous. was ridiculously good at there's a reason that real madrid paid so much money for him yeah they're 100 percent um but speaking of scoring more goals, we're moving on to City and Leicester. This game was insane. I watched fucking this game from game. fucking whistle to whistle. This great game was ridiculous. Game. Leicester won five to two. First team to ever score five goals against Pep, against a Pep team while they're at home. Yep. Or against Pep's City. Yeah. While while they're at home. I Leicester won on XG, um, two point eight seven to one point four five. Leicester only had seven shots, but all seven were on target. City had 16 shots, five shots on target. Leicester won, by the way. They scored five goals. They had 28 percent wow. possession. Okay, okay. Remember, they had three penalties. <laughs> I know, but they it's were so all penalties. So I'm not, I'm not disputing whether they were penalties or not. But it is, yeah. They had 28 percent possession of five goals, and they scored they, five three goals. Three of them That's were hilarious. penalties. Yeah. No, my, never seen that. My thing about this game is I don't know what was a better goal, James Madison or Riyad Mahrez. I, I, James Madison. I know, but I think yeah. James Madison was better. So but okay, Riyad yes. Mahrez is, was insane. You Riyad have Mahrez to remember that Riyad, Mar- Riyad Mahrez scored that the way he did on his right foot. He's a left footed player. Yeah, it's true. He that is, was his weak foot. Foot player. That's that's that where true. I'm like, holy shit! I can't. I don't know which one was better. That is true. That does that does definitely change it. I definitely lean towards Madison though, because that was just what a beautiful, oh yeah, of course, beautifully curled ball, man. But. Mares was also a screamer. Like, let's just not yeah. take it away. There is no wrong answer. Both goals were exceptional. But oh, of course. I think I think all three penalties, they were penalties. I think the what was it, like the 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 last one. I think the Madison drew was kind of a little, yeah. little, little kind of iffy. He was playing for fifty fifty there, but I I'm not mad that they called it. But I, at the same time, if they didn't call that a penalty, I wouldn't have been upset. But yeah, Vardy man, Vardy, Vardy Patrick Vardy, yet Vardy. again. He was just exceptional. Against Leicester, Pep. you know the you know that the only the, there's only two players that have scored hat tricks mm-hmm. against Pep City. It's Messi and Vardy. Messi and Vardy, and Vardy's and done Vardy's, it twice. Vardy's <laughs> the only one to do it multiple times, which is just <laughs> it's insane. He scored um he scored hold on he scored nine goals in ten games against City in his career. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Like he just beats the shit out of them. Uh, they need so they did sign Ruben Diaz. I believe that was confirmed for like. A yeah. fucking ridiculous amount. Yeah, it was like sixty-six million or something. They saw this game and fucking Benfica was like, "Yep, we're raising the price to euros. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're gonna have to pay a little bit more for that one. Their their blood money FC. What you're gonna have to do. And blood money FC. <laughs> they need it though. They need that signing one hundred thousand percent because their defense is so bad. Like like 
I don't think Laporte would have saved him, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, they'll look I, a lot better with Laporte, but yeah. you're right. Yeah, I, Eric this, Garcia game, I isn't convincing me. I mean, Nathan Ake, he's a good defender, and he, and he scored, but eh, I don't yeah. know. Top, like, t- like a, top six, game. top six good? Mm. I mean, yes, no. ma- maybe, maybe. It depends. He's, he's what, like 25, 26, maybe? I mean, he's, he's not he's not he's old. Kinda, no, he's but, not old, but, like, this is this is who he is, though. This is the type yeah. player. He's not going to get much better than this. Well, this is yeah. This is just this is just hey, how look, he is as a player. Hey, look at Van Dyke. Look at Van Dyke. I guess so, but, like, Van, Van Dyke was always. Bloomer. Yeah, I guess so, but he was he was, he was was better than Ake at Ake's age, though. He was much better than Ake, well, to be fair. Well, yeah, sure. Um, but... Yeah, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, like if if Laporte really would have made a difference because I can't really be the number one center back. He has to be the second center back. Yeah, he should a be team the second. Like City. Yeah, absolutely. Although, although be, with Laporte he, and Ruben Diaz, I mean, he probably won't. Yeah. But <laughs> he can he can be the number one center back at like a Bournemouth, absolutely. But whenever you're talking like big these like big boys, he wouldn't even be. I don't think he'd be Liverpool's like fourth choice center back i would well, put matt tip ahead of him personally but that's just because i'm biased and kind of blinded by my bias but whatever when also when, I, just, I just don't if matt tip was fit jesus christ well yeah i know that guy's fucking injured his shit all the time but i don't get it i can't man i i never really rated i can i think they pay way too much for a, a championship center back and now it, it really shows because they don't look they don't look any better than he's they not look, a championship center back He's a mid-table well, he, center back. Well, no, but he was though. Whenever they bought, him, is what I'm saying. Like, they paid that much money uh, well, for. Yeah, okay. He hadn't played. He hadn't played in the championship yet. I know, but he was in there though at the time. Damn it! I'm gonna keep calling him a championship center back because <laughs> it fits my agenda, Jacob. Damn it! Do you know how this works? Okay. This is how this works. Okay. <laughs> Ake is better than championship quality. I don't Absolutely. think he's top six quality, no. or or he's a backup, you yeah. know, option for a top six team. Yeah. But and him as backup for City is going to be really good. Yes, he, yes. Like you said, you would imagine Diaz and Laporte would start over him. Yeah, but Ake with, in for the no you know Ake in for the cup games for sure. Coming off the mm-hmm. bench if need be, and and you know Bart for you know an injury Laporte whenever he eventually gets hurt again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, also, Manchester City have spent four hundred million pounds on defenders. Just on defenders. Just on defenders. It's insane. But. They didn't break FFP though. Nope, nope. Didn't break they, it. No, they didn't did not. Break it. Nope, nope. They can play we, the Champions we League still. Die, we They're will fine. die on the hill. I will die on the hill that Manchester City legally did not break any rules. They did. They didn't. They didn't break any rules. Fucking ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Fucking on to the last ridiculous. game of, of Sunday though, before we go on a rant, West Ham and Wolves. Say something nice about West Ham, Jamie. Oh, it's that. They it's that time. Of the, wait, hold on. It's that. Shit out of it's Wolves, that dude. time of the podcast. It's that time it's of the episode time. where we say something nice about West Ham, just for Brian. <laughs> just for you, Brian. This is for you. West Ham destroyed West Ham, Wolves. They, they on on XG they won three point zero six to point three nine. What was that one of the worst XG performances of the season actually so far? I should look this up. On XG there was like third. I think the lowest was Fulham against Arsenal. The first game they looked woeful. The second lowest actually was Leeds against us. They only had the XG of point two seven. So they the one, performed. The, the one thing that I will say is the first goal was kind of bullshit. Yeah. A little bit. Jared Bowen, so it was a great goal, but yeah. the the whole foul in the middle of the field and then the quick restart, that ball is fucking moving. 
I yeah. I hate I hate that the the refs are inconsistent about that shit too. Yeah. I literally Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oh. I mean, it was a great goal and I'm I'm happy for West Ham, you know, hopefully they you know, if they play like this more often, they won't fucking get relegated, but I just it's ridiculous that 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 kind of call isn't made. Like that ref needs to stop that from happening. Because yeah, Wolves are not prepared for that. For that, I understand letting teams be able to do a quick restart, but when it's like it's that forward thinking, you shouldn't be able to do that. I, I just mm-hmm. I think it's unfair. I I don't know, but I, that's yeah. just my opinion. But no, it was I a great goal. Though. It was a great goal. It was a great goal. Um, Mikel Antonio again, just kind of like doing everything for that team. He's been pretty exceptional. Much. Um, pretty much. He, yeah, he's he was really good. Fortnow is also is looking more and more comfortable. He's looking like more of a creator. He's cutting inside more as well. He's not really playing out super wide. He's cutting inside. Also, it is kind of funny the one the one game the David Moyes is not there managing. They ended up winning four 0 over. Oh, he Wolf, was managing. So he was zoom. Funny managing. how that works. Yeah, but no, but he wasn't there. <laughs> no, though. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him, his presence just kills football. Yeah, he, and his he, presence wasn't there. He so looks like he has no happens. fun. So he, his face yeah. just screams. I've never you know, seen David Moyes smile. Loss. Like, I've never seen him smile on the pitch. I've, every time he manages, I've never seen him smile once. But yeah, he looks yeah terrible. West Ham, West Ham only had 37% possession because Wolves, Wolves kept possession, but they just couldn't do anything. You know, what I mean, like they they just had possession. Traore would try and do a couple of dribbles to create anything, and they brought him off after like 60 minutes. Like, yeah, that I was made surprised. No sense I was surprised by that. That was one of the dumbest things I've I've really like seen out of. Uh, Nuno, in a in a while that just made no sense to me because he was their only real creator in the entire team. Like, the front three didn't really look all that well together. You know what? They might be missing Diego Jota quite a bit. They might I, be Diego. I keep it's Diego. I keep calling him Diego. It's, it's Diego. Easier for me. Come on. I know. Man. I keep calling him Diego because I'm stupid and American. But <laughs> West Ham. It's funny. West Ham had 37 percent possession, but they outshot Wolves 15 to 11. So they had four more shots, and they had a third less possession. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it, like if you're Wolves, and you have two-thirds of the possession, you shouldn't be allowing West Ham to have f- four more shots than you. You just shouldn't. That, that's, like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. What's their game plan, you know? It's, yeah, no. It, this was a fun game to watch, but um, Wolves should have done Wolves should have done better, I, I think. Yeah. I, but, I don't know. But I'm happy for say, West Ham. Say something nice about West Ham continues. Yep. They they this was the best that I've seen them look in a, a while, and they're I think they're only going to get better, man. I think they're going to roll off of this off of this game and improve their play as a whole, and kind of get the bench involved a little bit more. Seb Halaire came on like the ninety third minute, and scored a header, which made the sideline look even more inflated than what it should have been. But yeah, I I don't um, rate Sebastian Hauer. I really don't. No, nah, I, I don't, I don't think he's huge. good. I don't think he's good. He he's he's maybe a little bit better than Benteke, in my opinion. Well, yeah, no, I see. Here's the thing, though. I don't think he's very good. I just think the Benteke is appalling. So I do <laughs> think he's like a lot better than Benteke, but it's just because Benteke is an awful player. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> he yeah, but West Ham men, they deserve this victory. They're riding high. Hopefully, Moyes is okay. I know we talk a lot of shit about him, but hopefully he comes back healthy and is back performing on the sidelines and um, living. That's yeah. kind of what you know, we're really you, hoping for. You, you know what really I just realized? You know what I just realized? Uh, I'm looking What's at the stats right now. I didn't realize that Ra- uh, Raul Jimenez was credited with the own goal. I thought it was a Thomas uh, Suchek goal. No, I think it ricocheted off of him. But it was the same thing for like Lewis Dunk and like the United game. 
where you know how it breaks you off of like Dunk's foot, but if it wouldn't have, it, it would have been a goal by. Well, yeah, um, yeah. No, I know, anyway. I know, I know how they, I know how they do that. I just, I didn't real like I was, I like watching the game. I just, it didn't occur to me that they actually credited that to yeah. a new goal. Yeah, because like it, cause, yeah, I don't know why either. But like, regardless if if it would have touched, because I, I don't like that. Because even if it wouldn't have touched Jimenez, it would have been a goal anyway. I don't like how they do that. Because well, like, must not, if no, it must not have been. It would have been a goal. It must not have been. It must have been off target. Because that's I mean, how they do. E- even if it takes a deflection, as long as it's on target. When the deflection happens, they'll give the goal to the, the, yeah, the other true. team. Yeah, that's true. I suppose so. So it must have been off target. I just missed it. But damn, yeah. RIP to anybody who had Raul Jimenez in their fantasy yeah, team. Because... Rip, that sucks. And Lewis Dunk for whatever. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, true. But yeah. Best game of the day definitely was Leicester and City. Leicester keep oh, on sure. rolling. They're going to get healthy as well. And Didi actually didn't play in this game. And Didi was hurt. He didn't play. Yep, he's hurt. Um, he's, he's getting surgery. He's going to be out like three months. Yeah, that that sucked ass. But uh, Mindy, I believe, is his name. Mindy came on. He looked actually really good in Indy's yeah. spot. And Madison's coming back healthy as well. So that yeah, team's going to keep rolling. And Telemans is is doing really well. I mean, Tielemans, he scored a penalty, I, but he played really well. I've always rated Telemans as a player, even even when I always he was have at Monaco. I always thought he was a really good player. I but, remember when he was at Anderlecht because I would always buy yeah. him in in uh, in fucking yeah, career mode. Stupid cheap, and he had a shit ton stupid of stupid cheap and ninety overall potential in like FIFA yeah. sixteen through eighteen. Like it was it, ridiculous. It, it was a cheat code. But speaking of cheat codes, Jack Grealish, Villa <laughs> beat the fuck out of Fulham three to nil. They won on XG two point zero three to point five three. Well, Villa they actually shot less shots in Fulham, yeah. twelve to sixteen, but more shots on target, five to three, and they only had thirty five percent possession. But that's because whenever you're up three nil and, and when you know, whenever you go up that early, you just kind of give the ball to Fulham and just let them have it, and you're just like, whatever, you guys just jog, don't go too hard, don't hurt yourself, and that's just kind of what Villa did. Yeah, they were clinical in the first half. Their offense looks so much better now that they have a genuine striker in with Watkins instead of fucking wesley wesley was so bad last year and they spent so much money on him wesley actually cost more than ollie Watkins did fun fact i'm pretty sure off the top of oh my yeah head. yeah wesley is he their record signing yeah i think so i think so i would um, think i think he is uh either that or Watkins may have broken it by like one mil but regardless villa have bought exceptionally well by the way maddie cash they're starting right back he looks really quality Martinez yeah. is a very, very good goalkeeper. Very, very capable. Very serviceable. They only got him. I think they only paid like twenty mil for him too, which is a really good deal for both sides. And then Ollie Watkins is changing their offense because defenders now have to mark a good striker. You know, because like before with like Wesley, they just didn't really mark him too much, and they put a lot of emphasis on Grealish. Now this frees up Grealish and him in some space, man. That's a creative motherfucker. Yeah. He tore up Fulham's defense all yeah. game. Yeah, he's a, he, his creativity is what's going to keep them up again. The fact yeah, that he 100%. just signed a new deal and is going to be there for the foreseeable future. Well, probably. Hopefully. Um, yeah, that's going to keep them up. I, I I think that in itself. Ollie Watkins is going to score goals. I mm-hmm. mean... He was close on a couple of... And I haven't been in France at least, so I was watching. He, he had a couple <laughs> of chances where he was really close. Uh, I think once he settles into the Premier League, he settles in his role... He'll he'll probably score around like ten goals this year, I think. Yeah. Which is five times more than Weston scored last year. So Yep. Keep that in mind. But Fulham, man, Fulham are so reliant on Mitrovic offensively that it really cripples them. Like it really does. Well when because it works, it works. Knows, when it, when it yeah. works, it works, but usually it doesn't work. 
usually it works whenever you're not down 3-0 and Villa can put nine people in the box, but whenever Villa are up 3-0 and they can put nine people in the box. Yeah. And all of your crosses go to Mitrovic where he has to be 1v5 against like the entire back line and a CDM. You're not going to score anything. Like you're just not. And later in the second half, they definitely looked a little bit more, I guess, creative and dangerous. But again, it seems like everything just every every attack just ended with a cross to Mitrovic. Like every single one, either with a shot off target or it's a cross. That's to all they have. It really is. It, it's the fuck fucking hindering them like the crazy. Exactly, and that's like, exactly. They don't have fucking anybody else. So that's that's probably why they're gonna get relegated. They don't have fuck all. Well, it's it's Mitrovic and prayer hope that's all they have keeping them up at this point yeah <laughs> that's and, really and, it and alfonso Ariola, <laughs> who Dude, is told, not very good <laughs> i forgot he signed for them like i yeah that happened last year right i know that happened that happened this summer oh that's a I weird ass transfer fucking Such a weird, weird transfer. ass transfer because he was on psg right like yeah he was, he was the backup. starter for psg for an entire season it, it's it's yeah. insane and then he because he came what did he no, no. I, then he went to Real Madrid, cause uh, really? yeah, cause he swapped with Alf- with uh, Keylor Navas when oh, yeah. when Keylor Navas went to PSG and Alfonso mm-hmm. Areola went to went to Real Madrid. It, the weirdest thing, it, like he he's played for PSG and Real Madrid and, and now winds Ful- up at Fulham. Like Who's that's get just relegated? yeah, and he might get relegated. Yeah, or he's <laughs> probably going to get relegated. No, he's probably going to get relegated. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think Fulham are going to stay up at all. Yeah, it's insane. That's. What a weird just just imagine that you know what I mean going from fucking Paris to Madrid to Fulham. It's not. I mean, what it's a, it's happened. So weird. Hey, it's happened before with Fulham. Andre Schurrle, yeah. like World yeah. Cup winner. That was so twenty eight years old, I think, and that was ends so up at Fulham. Like uh, weirdest transfers. I, I mean, I don't know. That was hasn't, that was hasn't so worked strange. out for him yet. Fulham Fulham definitely should have brought on Sessignon. I don't care like how much they they, they would have had to pay. They should have just kept him because they don't have like any wide creativity at all. Oh oh, got him back like. Yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, either either got him back for like a loan or just bought him on a permanent. That's that's what they um, should have done. They should have tried to loan him honestly. Yeah, I yeah, can see. Ab- absolutely. Well, I don't just know. Keep him around I, for a year. I mean, because he's not playing at fucking Spurs. Like I don't exactly. Even, I don't understand why Spurs bought him at this point. They're not gonna fucking play him. I don't know. I what are they what are they doing with him? Uh, is he is he just injured the entire time or no he's not injured he's just fucking he's not playing i don't know what the fuck is up it's insane he's a great player like he is he's a really good young player i don't know why he's not playing if you're not gonna play him and he's and he's that young throw him out on loan loan yeah yeah. it's just like what are you doing like why are you not even just like letting the kid play i don't know i don't get it Fulham suck. They're probably going to get relegated if you're a full fan sorry but they're probably going to get relegated and if you're a villa fan you gotta be feeling good Villa are your your take last week about Villa not getting relegated seems oh, closer yeah, and closer yeah. every single day. Six points out of two hey, games already. They're six for six. Three games or well, three match weeks in. Two games for Villa. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say too much, but I'm stick with that hot take. Villa I, don't get I would relegated. stick with it. Yeah, I because I completely agree with you. But the last game though of the weekend, Monday night football, Liverpool Let's and go. Arsenal, the big match of the weekend, Liverpool decimating Arsenal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They they okay. took both hands. They stuck both of them into a jar of KY jelly, mm-hmm. slapped them together, rubbed them together, just spread Arsenal's cheeks open, and just <laughs> fucked them. That's what I happened. Don't know what, I don't know where you're going with that, but I'm that's glad what happened there. 
They, um, yeah. And so Liverpool won XG wise 2.74 to 1.16. Arsenal only had highest practical goals because of Robertson's fuck up. Yeah, Liverpool, yep. <laughs> Liverpool had 21 shots. Arsenal had four. Four <laughs> shots the whole game. Lowest of the entire weekend. Four shots. Liverpool had eight shots on target. Liverpool had twice as many shots on targets as Arsenal had shots in general. And we had two-thirds of the possession. Yeah. This was a fucking ass-whooping. This would have been 3-0 for Robertson's fuck-up. It's just, man, this team just keeps on rolling. I don't know why anybody didn't think Liverpool were going to be at least like favorites of the title. Rebecca Lowe said that Liverpool would finish fourth. By the way, I didn't I see that. What the I fuck? Want to put, I just want to put that out. Yeah, she I, said lo- I love her. Now I don't. I don't love her anymore. Yeah, like, this, this made me completely have a one eighty on her because I I was like, yeah, I don't mind her. And then she said, I was like, that's just fucking dumb. Like anything lower than second in predictions for us was just I again shame on you. Unless you're a Chelsea fan, shame on you for putting Chelsea well, in Liverpool. Shame on you. Yeah. This th- we just keep rolling, man. Everything looks great. Our midfield, dude. The rotations with this midfield now with Thiago is it's just is bullshit like it's just what it is because like I remember in 2018-19 when everyone won the Champions League but we lost the Premier League by like one point yep our midfield depth really fucked us and now our midfield depth is stupid we have stupid midfield depth especially with like youngsters as well like Jones coming in and getting better and growing in yeah I'm excited, for, still I'm, there. I'm excited for Curtis Jones it's, Ox I, I mean you see midfield depth is so good what's up with so Ox I, I don't know what's going on with him I th- I think it's less Ox more our, uh, the, the rest of the midfield the rest of the midfield better. yeah yeah it's just yeah. better I was, I was actually seeing people throw around the idea of playing uh, Ox like a right back which I think would actually be a pretty decent idea of playing him in, in Trent's role because Trent Trent has to play like a right back anyway so just have him play that role whenever Trent's tired or like if he doesn't want to play for like a cup match. Yeah, maybe. Play Ox there. Maybe. I think. I mean, just just to kind of try to shoehorn him into the squad, you know. Yeah, but Nico Williams though, as much as as much as I know, you don't rate him as highly as I do. I I, I rate I rate Williams. Uh, but I, like uh, I don't know. Well, Not as okay, high as you do, but I definitely do rate him. Okay, this is our weekly. Let's stop talking about Liverpool Academy, guys. All right, all right. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Diego, Diogo bad. Jota. I just did what you did. I said Diego. Diogo dude, Jota. Dude, it's, it just sounds right. Scoring on his debut. Beautiful. Love to see it. Robertson, Robertson. making up for his fuck up yeah. and scoring, which actually won me my <laughs> that fantasy match. That was such a bad fuck up. And and you know what? You know what's? You know what the best part of that is? Lacazette had the most awkward goal I've ever seen. Like that was the lamest goal ever. <laughs> not not only was it gifted to him, but it was just yeah. like a terrible goal. <laughs> like, that was awful. But <laughs> could we just stop giving Arsenal goals? Could we just do that? Because we gave them two last year. They're fucking it's okay. getting like Centurions. It's okay. You know? We we give them hope. It's aggravating it's, as shit. It's the it's hope so that annoying. it's the hope that kills them. I guess. Um, it's the hope but that kills Arsenal, them. Arsenal looked like shit. Like, their offense was not on it today. Yeah, no. Aubameyang did jack chance. shit. I, I mean, uh, he Aubameyang had a... Br- was actually really and, bad. And Lacazette, oh my god, he, what, he had two one-on-ones with Allison. Yeah. One of them probably would have been offside, I, I think. Uh, uh, the last one actually wasn't, because fucking Trent played him onside, because Trent's just... I, he just he, Trent's good for that once a game where he just forgets what, like, a high line is, and we'll just play somebody onside. Like, it yeah. just... That'll just happen once a game, and it's 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 kind of annoying, and it kind of needs to be addressed. Where it's like, listen, bro, don't be don't be behind. You shouldn't be able. You shouldn't be looking at Van Dyke's like his number. You just shouldn't be. You shouldn't be able to to know what Gomez's and Van Dyke's numbers are. You shouldn't be that far back ever. 
Yeah. Unless you're like trying to fucking stop somebody from scoring. But I mean, and, and yeah. Liverpool has one of the most consistent back lines, as in like the same players playing. Yeah. So they, yeah, he should really be better at that. But he he should yeah. be. But I just I just wish we could stop giving Arsenal goals because it's just it's just annoying. But Robertson did make up for it. Mane looked exceptional. Salah looked creative and exceptional as always. Roberto Firmino, of course, did his thing. And the and Diogo, I almost said Diego will fucking get. Holy shit! It's so hard to say Diogo Jota. Yeah, you're you're making me mess up. I was really good it's, at it, and then <laughs> I, I can't you help keep it, saying dude. Diego, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> but I'm just gonna call him Jota. He looks great. We did such a good thing, by the way, by buying players that immediately can fit our squad. Like, oh yeah, immediately because Jota fits. His yeah, Jota. He's a tenacious. He's a or tenacious, tenacious attacker that, and you know, he can he can really press. And I think that's what that's why Klopp loved him, and yeah. they spent the money because he is the perfect player. I mean, for for Liverpool, yeah, as as an option off the bench, especially yeah, especially as like he should be our number one attacking option off the bench because like now we mm-hmm. have a genuine like great bench option now. Yeah, and that was always the one thing that you looked at with City is like. They like our starting eleven is arguably better than City's, but City's depth is just unmatched in in world football. But yeah. now we're slowly kind of creeping up to the point if we can just sign a really good like f- third or fourth choice center back, we're kind of creeping to having depth just as good as City's. Like especially in the midfield, especially in the midfield. But yeah. other than that, it just was a was a was a routine Liverpool ass kicking. That's really what what it came down to. Um. I also want to give a shout out, by the way, to Leno, who is Arsenal's second best player by a country mile. Oh and yeah, and is one of the best goalkeepers that, in the. The save, game. the the save from the Mane shot and the uh the. Oh yeah. I think that would have been the first goal. That was insane. Yeah. I mean that that shot was a fucking rocket. That I mean, it shot was, is, granted, is it was straight at him. It was straight yeah. at him, but still, I mean that that was shot was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So to be able he to is, save that, he he's he's a very good goalkeeper as well. Also, want to give a shout out to Ceballos. Who I don't know why he doesn't start every game for Arsenal because he's like head and shoulders their best midfielder, and it's like to me it's not even really close. And it's funny because he's on loan. Yeah, I know, right? It's it is pretty funny, but like I I don't think they wanted to, to buy him right now, but they they should definitely buy him once his loan is up one hundred percent because he he it's not even close. Like he is their best attacking midfielder, best midfielder in general. Like he is a very good footballer, and. I don't know why they don't play him every game. I really don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, they should start doing that if they actually want to win games. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, I agree. If they actually want to start winning, but if, if it's against Liverpool, I mean, are you really yeah. expecting to win in the first place? Let's be honest here. But moving on, before we just fucking suck Liverpool's cock off for another 20 minutes, those are gonna be <laughs> that's going to be the end of all the games. Out of all the games... Which one was your favorite over the entire weekend? Um. Well, I mean, other than Liverpool, Liverpool, yeah, uh, Liverpool Arsenal. To take that away, just because as a Liverpool fan. Um. Yeah. Honestly, probably Man City, Leicester City. I was gonna say that, regardless of the actual Liverpool game. That yeah. game was ridiculous. Also, West Ham and Wolves was an awesome game as well. Yeah. Just because or, I just it came out of nowhere. Yeah, or West Brom Chelsea. I mean, I mean that was that was a good. That game, game was also really good. We had it's it's it sucks too because like the kind of big talking point over the weekend is like the handball controversies and the VAR controversies and that kind of sucks because it's overshadowing a gr- a really good weekend of football. I mean, it wasn't as good yeah. as last weekend, but it was still an exceptional weekend of football that had a lot of really good games. So it does suck that it was uh it was a little overshadowed by the controversy. But 
Oh, well, moving on, though, because it is Tuesday, as always. We have some spicy takes. We have a couple of hot takes here for Hot, hot Take Tuesday. Hot Take Tuesday. They're on fire. We need to hurry up because my paper is actually starting to combust as we speak. But, J.D., I will let you go first with your hot take. Let's get spicy. Well, uh, I just burned my hand picking up my phone to read it. But um, it was just, it was just, man, that's that's just what happens whenever you have. It is. Hot. It is. I, I gotta get my oven mitts on. You know, to pick up my phone here. <laughs> well, hold on. Give me, give me a second. Let me grab them. Okay. All right. Oven mitts are on. Got my phone, okay. in, phone in my hand. Hot take: mm-hmm. West Brom does not get relegated. Whoa. Who's getting relegated then? Not West Brom. Well, it was getting relegated instead of West Brom. <laughs> I didn't give it much thought. <laughs> I you didn't go what? that far. I didn't. I didn't think any more. I'm gonna I don't, think back off of this. Just, I'm tell- just overreaction. Overreaction Tuesday. West Brom Sweet. don't get relegated. Just from this weekend, they played really well against Chelsea, at least in the first half. West Brom JD. don't get relegated. JD, JD, JD. Allow me to help you. Uh, I would tell you who's gonna get relegated. Instead, Four? no, Burnley. I think Burnley's Burnley? getting relegated. Oh, oh, that's your hot take. Damn. I think Burnley's going to get relegated. I, okay. I 100% do. I feel like... Uh, now, this is this hot take completely revolves around them not buying Harry Wilson. If they buy Harry Wilson, yeah, I, want to, I want to go on the record. This hot take, null and void, cannot be held against me. <laughs> but if they don't buy him, their brand of football is like pre-World War One. It's, it's fucking... Everyone knows it at this point. They know what the fuck's going to happen against Burnley. They don't have fucking anything really going for them except for just being meatheads. They're all just fucking tractor drivers that just happen to play football on the weekends, and they just <laughs> manage to make it into the Premier League. I've been saying that for years. Well, and they've been just, in the prim- they've been in the Prem for a while. Yeah, but here's the thing though: whenever they had that one season where they were finished like eighth or something like that, the game that happened like like that happened over the weekend, Southampton and Burnley, that game that year would have managed to bounce Burnley's way. And they would have won one nil probably, yeah. or like one to one. They would have got a point out of that. Last year, you kind of saw a shift where that didn't happen as much because people have found Burnley's tactics out. And now I think this year we're really going to see Burnley struggle unless they buy an attacker, because I think those those type of games against Southampton or teams like Southampton they have a good chance of losing as well. I think it was what was it seventeen eighteen where they finished seventh or eighth or something like that. I think it was some. I don't remember yeah. what year it was. Regardless, though, something like that. Y- years like that, your Everton's, your Crystal Palaces, your Brighton's, your Wolves. I mean, like Wolves weren't even in the Prem. I don't think. Like these teams were considerably worse. Like Villa wasn't even in the Prem now or then, and they are now. All these kind of like tenth or like ninth place to like twelfth place teams are considerably better than they have been in many years. Like from like sixth to twelfth. They are really, really good teams, and Burnley have just—they have—they have been outclassed by those teams recently in, in the transfer windows, and how those teams have grown. And now against the teams like Crystal Palaces and like Brighton's, it's going to be a lot harder for Burnley to get those points because over the last couple of years, you like you would kind of pencil a game against Brighton down as a win for Burnley. Now, not as much, not so much now. I think Burnley are going to struggle if they don't buy an attacker, and I really think that they they will get relegated yeah. if they don't buy they somebody who who will help them out, or or if like whenever their center backs come back, they just start rolling and just clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet. If that doesn't happen, they are going to be in serious trouble. I think, and that is yeah. my hot take. But I, I like I I like how you said West Brom wouldn't get relegated. Don't know who is going to get relegated. Then I was like, oh, don't worry, I got you. 
I'll let you, got you know. Me. I'll let you know, big guy. Oh yeah. Uh, I I think West Brom one hundred percent gonna get relegated though. I just want to go on the record and saying they're they're going down. I think because they hey, their defense is, is so bad. <laughs> this is why it's hot take Tuesday. Yeah, it is. These are hot takes. Spicy it is overreaction Tuesday. Fucking hot takes. I mean, you know, Wendy's brought back the spicy nugs. We're bringing McDonald's hot take now has Tuesday. spicy nugs too. McDonald's oh, they are, do. Are, are Shit, copying. I saw that. Yeah. I saw. I saw that. Yes, everybody's copying. Burger King yep. has like spicy chicken fries or like whatever. Everybody's everybody's got spice. Everybody's loving the spice. Well, we um, got hot take Tuesday. But before we burn up everybody's uh, living rooms and headphones and everything like that, let's move on to are you surprised? My personal favorite segment that we do, where we just kind of bounce off one another, ask each other questions about storylines <laughs> that happened, and are we surprised that they happened? Because sometimes. You do get surprised a little bit, even though yeah. we do follow the Premier League pretty pretty extensively. Sometimes you're just like, man, didn't see that coming. So, I will start um, with what I actually alluded to whenever whenever we were talking about Chelsea. Uh, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz have one assist combined between them so far in three games. Are you surprised, Jerry? Um, a little bit. I I. I would have okay. Actually, I'll say I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I I could have seen it go either way. I I, I really I could have seen Werner just pop off right in the beginning, just you know score three goals in three games. Mm-hmm. I could I could I could have seen that and Havertz assisting on two of them. But at yeah. the same time, like we said before with Chelsea, you know, so many new signings, no, not really an identity yet. And I say yet because I think they will get it. Mm-hmm. In the November to December range, it's I don't know. It's a little disappointing, actually. It more than I'm not. It's not that I'm not surprised, or it's not that I'm surprised. I'm disappointed. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm disappointed that it's not <laughs> so as I'm good as it should Dad, be. You're like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Now, of course, this stat was in the league. I know Havertz scored a hat trick in in the league cup against fucking what Luton Town or some shit. Like, no, that's yeah, yeah, against a team of that stature which is really funny that that happened but i i am kind of surprised that between the two of them they only have one assist combined like yeah through both of them you only have one assist combined. although although That's that that kai havertz assist was fucking gorgeous it really was so it was really pretty and that, that was a gorgeous assist it, it really did show kind of like why his price tag was so high because he is what like 20 i think and yeah he's fucking 20 he just, years older 21 he, he just needs to shit. do that he just needs to do that consistently which i mean yeah. we're three games in it I'm not saying he's not doing it consistently. I'm just saying he needs to do that consistently. Yeah. I. Hey, I don't know. I mean, they could click. They could click. You know, next week they could click they could. in a couple weeks. We'll or, see. But... Or it, or it might take until like late November. Like we, we really don't we'll know. See. Only time will tell. Yeah. All right. Logan. Mm-hmm. West Brom looked good. Are you surprised? <laughs> Yeah, because fucking Chelsea just dropped the ball, man. We're just hating on Chelsea right now for our surprise. We're just fucking shitting on Chelsea. But, well, like, they're, man, they, I don't know why they didn't buy a center back, man. And they just got Thiago Silva on a free and acted like that was going to fucking fix all their woes. No, it's not going to fix all, all your center back woes. Because, like, you're, I, I think, like, your best center back over the last, like, 12 months has been, like, Kurt Zuma. And that says a lot. Or, Cr- or Christensen, Zuma. or Christensen. I no, mean, I don't think Christensen's been that good because Christensen is stupid. He just he just does a lot of dumb shit. He's he's collecting cards like he's trying to fucking like well build. He's he's trying to build like a Yu Gi Oh deck 
with, with, with the fuck all the arms of the Forbidden One and can summon Exodia on you. That's what he's getting all the cards for. That's what he's trying to do. I swear to God. Because like, it's it's like every game, it feels like he gets a fucking yellow card. Like, every game. Well, I mean, I think every every team has that kind of player. Yeah, I, I suppose so. And Christensen just happens to be that that player for Chelsea. But, yeah, I, I don't... Who who else want to play next? I, I want to say it's like another, like, top team. Which would be really funny if they actually are just the giant killers now and just beat what, the shit out of West Brom's playing next? Yeah. Oh, they're playing Southampton, so that'll be a uh, fucking snooze fest. Snooze fest. Good thing it's at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. Thank you. They, I swear they do this on purpose. They, they, they do this on purpose. It's hilarious. Oh, that game's gonna suck so bad. Fucking you guys, snooze fest. You guys wanted Burnley and Southampton, but with worse defending? Oh, don't worry. We got you. Um, <laughs> here we go though here's another already surprised Vardy still looks lethal and he scored more Premier League goals than Didier Drogba are you surprised At, well, yeah how could I not be I mean that's okay. crazy okay yes I am surprised on paper uh-huh. but over the last you know five or six years it's Jamie Vardy it's a fucking Vardy party you know it really he is he is, he is uh, he's elite but he won't get talked about being elite because this happened in the second half of his career. Yeah. If he he could have been one of the best, he he could have been one of the great English strikers if he was as good as he is now as as he was when he was younger. Yeah, he he I, was he was it's just like we talked about with uh, Van Dijk. He was Vardy was such a late bloomer. Yeah, such a late bloomer. What I mean, are Leicester going to do without him? By the way, um, like what the well, fuck are they going to do? They'll they'll be able. I mean. They have money now, so that I mean, they have that is and true. They, they do actually, have and money. they have bought smart. They have bought smart. I mean, T- Yuri Telemans, uh, fucking James Madison. They have mm-hmm. bought smart. They have sold smart, selling Riyad Mahrez, and they're still looking good. Slaphead each year. Sold him Slaphead, like yeah, sold no, Slaphead for eighty. They yeah. sold Chilwa for like fifty-five. Chilwa, so like yeah. They, they make and a lot of money off of players signing. Yeah, they they are they are playing the market smart. So mm-hmm. I think I think when 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 they need to replace Jamie Vardy, I think they'll be okay. I think I think they they yeah. won't just use Ian Acho. I don't think he's they good fucking to, better not because they no, are. He's not good enough. Relegated. Or is is <laughs> I is, is Iusi Perez still at Leicester? Yeah, but he he's not, he's not I don't bad. I think he plays striker though. I think he plays. Well, yeah, he does. I mean, he can though. He can though. He can he can I, play the. I wouldn't be line. confident for Leicester if he was their striker. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just saying like. It's. I think they'll go out and get somebody, whether it's a young player or yeah. or just an established guy. But I, I think they'll be they'll be good. I think I, Leicester. I think we could see Leicester being you know top four t- challenging for the next at least five years. Yeah, man. Them, I, I mean the way they're going now. That yeah. That you, you know what's probably gonna happen? They're probably gonna do what we've done with uh, Diogo Jota and buy like kind of like sneak under rug, like buy like a twenty mil like a really young English player and just have him be behind Vardy for like two or three seasons. Yeah. And then when he's 23, he's going to fucking explode once Vardy's done. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, look at Lester being smart again. And then yep. they're either going to keep him and he's going to be a fucking legend for Lester. Or they're going to sell him for like 100 mil or some bullshit. Because that's yeah. just what Lester do. Lester have one of the best boards in football, period. Like, end of discussion. It's 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 like you're saying, they buy so smart and they sell so smart. They do not undersell their players. Yeah. They know what the fuck they get. They get English players too. They they always sell their English fuckers because they know they're they're gonna fetch about ten percent more than what they normally would because they're English. 
they they know what they're doing and they do it exceptionally well. And yeah, that's probably what they're gonna do though. They're probably gonna buy somebody on, on, under people's noses, do like an under under the radar signing for like the championship and just mold him into like a Jamie Vardy replacement. But yep. yep. All right. Next next one. Man City lost. Are you surprised? No, because they played Eric Garcia in defense. <laughs> also, and, 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 and they played Sterling sucks. as a striker. Yeah, Mindy kind of sucks, I will admit. Mindy's not very good anymore. Mindy can be good, but yeah, overall, at, but overall he's his, not very good. He's not very good. After his hamstring injury over the last like 12 months, he's not looked very good. And their other best left back is Zinchenko, who I believe is hurt. And they're just man they're they have so many holes they're still relying so heavily on fernandinho and i don't know how he just hasn't fucking given out from yeah i don't know how his knees i don't know how his knees still work but but but. i was thinking about it and like listening to like the interviews of like roger and everything like that city are a lot of entitled fucks they go into every single game feeling like just because they have better players in a team they should be the team and whenever they lost the like david silva guys like that they lost a lot of mentality and they lost a lot of those leaders that kind of kept them humble and kept them kind of focused on you know hey just because you're better on paper doesn't mean that you're going to win the game you still have to go out there yeah. and prove why you're why you are the better team and why you guys deserve to win you sh- you don't just get handed victories just because you're on paper you're better you just fucking don't that's that's not how any sport works and Rodri just like his comments were were really showed that they lost a lot of mentality whenever guys like David Silva left, and it's hurting them. It really is hurting them whenever they come into games like that, like overconfident, and they just then they just shit the bed against Leicester. Yep. Who have who have so far scored twelve goals in three games? By the way, their offense is clicking. So and that's all without Madison. By the way, I know he kind of played last game, but most of their goals scored this season have been without Madison. Like being in the offense so i i yeah. think i think this might be the year the lesser actually do sneak in the top four they they should have done last year they really faltered at the end of the season yeah they they they, they should have yeah they, they should have kept they had the top so four. many injuries last year because because they didn't have chillwell or madison for the last bit of last year and that really hurt them so i think this year if they can keep this up this is the year they'll get top four and they'll get back in the champions league yeah hopefully i like hopefully. to see them there Hopefully. My next are you right. surprised, though. Aston Villa kept a clean sheet against Fulham. Are you surprised, JD? No, it's Fulham. Well, yeah, I'm but Fulham su- are always good for at least no. one goal a game. No, I'm think. not surprised. Because, no, I'm not surprised. Because okay. Aston Villa, and I said it before, Jack Grealish signing a new five-year contract, that is, that's just huge for the team. Yeah. that That is everything to the team. And, and... They bought uh, Martinez from mm. Arsenal, who is a gr- is a great goalkeeper for He's, a team like Aston Villa. I mean, really class, yeah, yeah. I that I I am not surprised. And Tyrone Mings, you know, he he is a good center back for a team like Aston Villa. He will, I think, he will keep them up this season. I think, yeah, I agree. You know, I, players I players like that will keep good. them up this season. So I, I I am not surprised. I I don't know. I just Fulham are gonna shit the bed this season i and, and yeah. it's unfortunate because it's gonna be two it's gonna be two promotions in a row but and the two and then yeah there's gonna be like back-to-back promotion and then immediate relegation which you definitely yep. hate you definitely don't like to see that yeah but, you hate to see it but but i mean that's just that's just the nature of of the 
Premier League whenever you're so top heavy and like you said, like Villa have gotten that's that's, that's like how we were talking about it. Like Villa have bought so well and one of their buys was a really good defender in Matty Cash. He's yeah. he's a good yeah. defender. He's a good right back, especially for a team like Villa. And they only spent like fifteen mil on him, I think. So it's a good buy. He's improving their team. Martinez is a good he's he's a good he's a good keeper. Like that's just, he's, that's yeah, just he, how it is. He's a that's good keeper. That's what they he's needed. They keeper. needed they needed a better yeah, keeper. Yeah, because they had fucking like what? Pepe Reina last year, I think was their fucking yeah, and then keeper? No, but then and the then he got Pepe Reina? No, and then he got COVID and they used <laughs> the the dude that no 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 went in the restart, the first game of the restart with that he whole got COVID? Uh, Yeah, yeah, Pepe Reina. I didn't remember got that. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah, that, that. But um but no 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 the first game of the restart against Sheffield United where where that uh the goal that didn't count that definitely crossed the line. Whoever that goalkeeper was is fucking trash. I don't even remember his name. That's how bad he is. I don't remember either. I can't I can't remember they, his name. It's probably why they bought Martinez because they're like, If I heard it, if I heard it, I if I heard it, I know it is that guy, but I can't think of his name. But he is trash. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, so they probably watched that game. They were like, we need a fucking... We have a problem. Houston, we have a big issue. We need to buy a keeper. And yeah. they got a good And they got a good one. I, 20 I mil? It was, a, it was a good buy on both sides. Because whenever you're... Because if you're any team, you sell a back keeper for 20 million pounds. Like, that's, that's a pretty good deal. Because you can yeah, replace a back keeper pretty easily. But he's probably worth 20 million pounds. I mean, yeah, he exactly. was good. He was really good for Arsenal after, like, after the restart. He was really yeah. good. So. Oh, yeah. And he's been really good for Aston Villa so far, so yeah. Yep. All right, my last. Are you surprised? West Ham did not lose, and they looked good. Uh-huh. But more importantly, they look they looked good. They or they did not lose. Are you they surprised? Yeah, but also no, because Wolves are a different team without Jota in there. Because they lose a lot. Yeah, but of creativity. He, he doesn't even start half the time. He didn't even start half the time. Yeah, I know. But like, whenever he started, he like was he was like. By far and away, like, one of their top players. But, I don't know why still, he didn't start so much. Still, still. He, Raul uh, Jimenez, Adama Traore, Connor Cody in the back, Rui Patricio, Jao Matinho. I mean, they they have a great team. Yeah. I I am surprised West Ham didn't lose this game. They need to not play a three at the back because their, their center backs are not really good three at the back center backs. Like, they're just kind of not. They're kind of well, slow. They're kind of like they're just not really super yeah, what is it cody site connor cody size and, and willie uh, bali i mean yeah willie bali i rate him he's good yeah, actually, no i i i do like uh bali a lot i just don't think that they work very well in a three at the back personally well but the thing is that they've always played like that they've always had the they've they've always played with the wing backs with johnny with with uh den donker with um what's his yeah. face that just went the spurs uh up blanket spurs. Yeah, who did they just sell to Spurs? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking. I don't think they sold. Oh my god! They... No, they just sold the right wing back. That's why they had to buy Semedo. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, uh, Doherty. Do- Doherty, Matt Doherty. Oh my god! Yeah. I could. I was blanking on his name. Yeah, well, he I was. Totally ri- he was great for them. Yeah, totally right wing back, <laughs> and they had to play Vinagra uh, mm-hmm. at left wing back because um, I forget if Dendonker was injured or Johnny was injured. I forget. Uh, but I they've always. Hurt. They've always played like that, with three yeah. at the back and the and the and the wing backs, but, and it has worked for them. Yeah, but they don't have I the don't same know. wing backs anymore. And Semedo, I know, but it's but I it's their they've they've had know. those same center backs for a while, and 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 I'm saying you're saying like that that you don't like the the three center backs. They Not, have had those three center backs for a long time. Yeah, especially I don't know. Cody I just, and Bali. I just don't like them. Plus the wing backs that they 
currently have, but like you said, like one of them's hurt, like Johnny's hurt, and Semedo did not look very good. I'm gonna be honest with you, like he did not look very good defensively. Like offensively, he's he's gonna be a, a yeah. solid. and and you know he got you, you did you see who he got subbed out for? Yeah, who? Keanu <laughs> Hoover. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, maybe Hoover is gonna help. Nah, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, he's, he's super Eventually. young. He's like 18. Yeah. He's like Eventually. 18. I don't he's think like this year he's going to really make a, a big difference. But No, but he'll get I, minutes, though, which is good for him. I am kind of surprised West Ham won, but at the same time, they are a good team. Like, West Ham are not a, a relegation-level side, I don't think. Like That's like I was saying last week. Yeah, normally, I don't, no. I don't normally, think they, no. I, I don't think they should go down. I think if they go down, they're going to go right back up if they get rid of boys. If they can keep the players, but... yeah. It's just I don't I don't know what the fuck Wolves were doing that game. Maybe maybe this is just us overreacting after one game, but they only really looked good in the second half versus City. The first half they didn't look good either. So maybe I'm overreacting, and I probably am, and I will probably be proven wrong next game. But like right now, I I don't know, man. I don't know what Wolves were thinking going into that game, and I I don't know where really they can go from here, like changing anything tactically. I just think that this is just yeah. That team is just their team, and just hope that players can play better. I don't know. I don't think yeah. really you can do any changes. Yeah. Um, I have one more. Right. Are you surprised? One more. Hit me with it. Jota scored on his debut. Are you surprised? Let's end the show with some Liverpool circle jerking. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm a. I'm. I'm surprised. I mean. I would be surprised with any. You know arguably bench player coming on on their debut to score yeah I, I am surprised just because of the circumstances but at the same time Diogo Jota is a very good player so in that in that sense I'm not surprised but with Liverpool playing Arsenal him coming on in what the like 70th minute or something like that yeah he came, I, he came on like 70 yeah I, yeah I am surprised sure. he scored but at the same time Liverpool were you know destroying the possession yeah. stats in that game so that goal was and, exceptional by the way and, and actually really good yeah goal. and and actually jota had like two other opportunities to score yeah he, so. he, he had the one where like he tried to lay it off to Salah when he should have just shot it for yeah time uh, anyway. no 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 see Salah oh. was being selfish as fuck and got in his way i think oh. jota would have scored that goal i think oh. he would have if, if Salah didn't run into the way he Salah ran in the way oh damn that kind of sucks Oh well. Yeah. Regardless, he got his goal anyway, and he got his goal, and and that's great. That was like that'll... the first person over to him, and I think he was like, "Yeah, yeah bro, my bad, I fucked that yeah. one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, my beat, no, th- beat. That'll be great for him and and Liverpool as a whole. I mean, yeah. th- to beat Arsenal three one, it's always a good thing. But then it's super good for him, like on his debut at a new club, at a huge club, like mm-hmm. bigger than Wolves. You know, he, at twenty three years old, you get your dream move to a a team like Liverpool and you get to score in your debut. Like that's mm-hmm. only, that's going to do him the world of good. Like, I mean, just with his confidence. Oh yeah. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy. Definitely. So I, I'm, I am surprised, but I'm happy about it. Yeah. I'm happy I mean, to be surprised. I'm also kind of surprised, but, at, but just kind of like how we were saying earlier, like he just fits so well with us. Like I knew he was going to be a good player. I didn't think he would score though. Cause like he, you know, he's been playing 25 minutes. So it's kind of hard to score a goal in 25 minutes, let alone 90. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> but but I think him coming off the bench for us is going to help us out a shit ton and playing in League Cups and, like, games like that. It's going to be it's going Definitely. to be a, a definite uh, a definite improvement over Origi, for sure. Definitely. But yeah. those, are, those are all that we got for this week, guys, all the games, all the, all the storylines. Hot take, are you surprised? 
fire as always great segments if you guys also have any ideas for other segments that maybe we could try to look into you could definitely hit us up on twitter or instagram at the epl boys podcast on twitter or on instagram at the epl boys on twitter um if you guys have any suggestions as well just let us know we're definitely more than welcome to hearing constructive criticism any suggestions that we can do differently or that we can improve on you guys have any of that definitely let us know and next week we'll have fan questions as well so definitely add us dm us next week on friday no excuse me yeah friday my bad i'm thinking way too far in the future well i guess next friday we will but this friday we will have fan questions so definitely add us dm us respond to us on twitter asking questions we'll get to them on friday but jd do you have anything else for him um, it was a great weekend of prem action. Uh, I was happy with it. I, I made some money, lost some money, and overall, I, I'm satisfied. And I'm ready for this next weekend. Honestly, I'm ready for I'm ready for Friday's episode. I'm, I'm to ready go over my well. gambling corner. We we're all all looking forward to that. Hopefully, you can win all your bets this time and win your parlay yeah. and actually hopefully make more money. Yeah, fuck. Not on the NFL. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll make it on both. That'd Dude, I've been so good with the NFL parlays. I, I just need to I need to have that translate into the Premier League parlays. It's so much easier with the NFL. I don't know why. I, yeah, I guess so. But that's all we got. Thank you guys so much for listening. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a safe week, and we'll see you guys on Friday. Adios. Peace out. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town.